Hi, and welcome to the Future of Development podcast. My name's Anthony Montategi, and I'm here to inspire people to find amazing careers in the construction development world. like our podcast, please make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really like our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Future Development Podcast. My name is Anthony Montategi, and today I've got one of my most favorite guests on. I've got Anna Chen from Apis Corp. They are producing a 3D printer that does conventional walls way faster than normal construction. They have been known for the largest 3D printing project in Dubai, also working with NASA. They've got numerous awards with NASA competitions. The work they're doing is amazing. It's changing the construction industry, and I really love having her on the show. Uh, let's have a big warm welcome for Anna Chen. Anna, welcome. So, Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. It's a huge pleasure to have opportunity to tell about what we do and how the robotics is changing the construction. Uh, so, my name is Anna Chen Yuntai. I'm a CEO and founder of AP Score Company. We are the robotics company that develops. Uh, cutting edge technology, how to build, how to 3D print houses robotically. It, it, it may, may sound like a science fiction, uh, but actually uh, this is something that already happened today. So for example, we uh, recently 3D printed the huge, giant, beautiful building in Dubai. And uh, it was a two story building that was 3D printed on site. And today the, the world uh, record as the largest 3D printed building ever. These are not boring designs. I, I think it's amazing what a 3D printer can put out. Freedom in design is the, um, another very important advantage of the robotics 3D printing technology. We used to be all the time limited about the what exact structure we can build with the traditional construction methods and construction materials. But the 3D printing technology is completely uh, another story. It just changed the way how we can build houses. Today, the 3D printing technology is about the 3D print the wall structures. And if we can bring the automation to this process, it will be a significant step forward how we increase productivity for the construction process and how we can do, how we can do things differently. We can 3D print any shape that we can just can imagine. Uh, of course, there, is, there are some limitations, technolo technological limitations, but uh, basically in the broad high level overview, because yeah, 3D printing technology allows us to build shapes that used to be very expensive to build with the traditional materials and approaches, or even like a, not impossible at all. You know, th this is that breakthrough technology that starts to really change what happens in the world of construction. Yeah, and actually, you know, the freedom in design, it's not only for the, like, to build uh, nicer houses with their more attractive views and, the, and shapes. Basically, if we can uh, build the round shape walls, these kind of walls are more climate resilient. Uh, for example, in terms of the wind capacity, wind load capacity. Because if we can build like the wave, waved walls, the load capacity sort of broken, you know? And nice. in this case, these houses can be more climate resilient, specifically for hurricanes. Yeah, it's, it's not, just, not just design, it's structural, it's, it's wind resistant. 
that's that's where you really start to see the compounding change in the environment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. How did you get into this? How did you see the need? Uh, where 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 was it that you guys you know said I, I I'm gonna go do this? I studied space physics uh, at university, and so then we met with my partner, and uh, actually we we wife and and husband. So we started later after the university, our first family business, we were involved in the construction pro, uh, construction business. Then we also realized that how the construction industry and actually the construction processes are so outdated. And basically they require a lot of uh, manual labor, a lot of like uh, efforts to put everything manually together. And it takes a lot of time. Uh, speed and quality heavily depends on skill labor, right? And it's like a the big challenge how to manage a lot of people sometimes. So we just started thinking about the why the construction industry does not have like the significant level of automation. Because if we can have a look at the other industries like the uh, car industry, how we assemble cars, this industry actually got the automation approach 100 years ago. And this is why we actually today have affordable uh, cars, right? Because Henry Ford solved this problem by introducing automation. Like it didn't happen to the construction industry, right? It's like the construction industry, one of the industry which uh, remains with the low growth of efficiency because of the low level of automation in the processes. And that's always been why everybody said, well, robots will never be construction because they're not mobile. They, you know, robots look, work great with their boom, boom, you know, just as they're doing the same thing over and over again, but as soon as yes, you do an inch, exactly. it doesn't work. You're, you, you know, you guys took the machine and made it mobile, right? The size of it's adaptable to any, any job site. It's flexible in the way that it, you know, moves to the job site and the way that the surface that it can be on to do, the, do its work, that in itself right there was revolutionary. Uh, so what's the highest walls you've been able to build to date? So in Dubai, it was a two-story building and each floor was 4.5 meters tall. Wow. So it's like a, uh, it, the total was about the 10 meters tall. Today, we limit it up to three floors maximum. And it's basically because of the construction approach and their building codes and structural calculations. So, so, yeah. So, so is, it, is it that a three-story masonry product will go three stories, but then from there you need to adapt steel and other construction materials into it? Uh, for the 3D printing technology, we actually mimic the concrete masonry unit construction. Okay. That means that we 3D print wall structure that's structurally similar to a concrete masonry wall. Uh, we do this because uh, it it may significantly simplify the process of building permitting and how to understand that the true structure can be safe and sound. Because if we make something that's already accepted by building codes, we just have to you know, copy everything that's already that's right. accepted in the building codes. I, I think that's a big part of it, is that as you push the boundary a little bit, the codes have to catch up. So this is the building that we had 3D printed in Dubai. Uh, so this is how it looks inside after the uh, finishing works and plastering, all of this stuff. And so basically that 3D printing process and when the uh, cement-like material distributed by a robot layer by layer and 
formulate the desired shape of a building on site as well. well. I, I think the other thing to look at is the remote places you can go to. You know, the places around the world where getting equipment to it is difficult, the places where you're limited resources and having the ability to uh, get a machine in and a machine out when needed uh, to be able to go in and mass produce a, a marketplace. Now let's talk a little bit about the material. I know you guys are working today on not just uh, masonry products, but also you're working with some new products that are lighter, more energy efficient, uh, easily to, uh, easier to get. Talk a little bit about the products that you're, you're starting to implement now. We at the company, we have the plan to transition from the cement-like materials to the materials that don't contain cement at all. So just imagine that millions of houses can be 3D printed with the material that does not contain cement at all. That would be a huge impact on our environment and uh, carbon footprint. You know, if, if people want to get to find you, uh, what's a great place for them to find you? I think LinkedIn. I, I'm pretty available there. Also, would, would you mind uh, listing out your uh, website name? A is an apple, P is a pineapple, I is an India, S is a Sam, dash, C is a cat, O is an orange, R is a rom.com. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. My name is Anthony Monategi. Always looking for people to bring insight into the industry, finding ways to inspire people to have amazing careers in the development world. If you liked our podcast, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. If you really liked our podcast, make sure you hit the little bell. Thanks again for listening. Please share it with your friends.